The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the five-game slate for you. Hopefully, you guys had an awesome five-game slate yesterday. If so, hey, we got another one to attack. If not, you know, there's always another day, and we can, uh, you know, try and take down a GPP or uh, cash games today. So, uh, this show is sponsored by Fantasy Draft, so head on over to Fantasy Draft, guys. Uh, you know, check out their site. They got tons of great stuff over there. They have rake-free head-to-heads. You know, for instance, for NFL, you know, if you want, if you're playing tons of volume in your cash games, you want to get some head-to-head action. Uh, you know, just eliminating the rake is just one of those ways that makes us makes way more profitable players in the industry. So head on over there and tr- check out the rake-free head-to-heads. They're absolutely awesome. Also, if you're if you're a guy that likes tournaments, uh, likes a lot of risk, and wants wants to kind of get a chance at a live final, the Carolina Millions is a contest to uh, try and uh, attack. We've got the uh, Carolina Million Week 10 qual fire in the lobby right now a 250 dollars entry so head on over and do that or you can win some uh win some uh tickets into it so uh check that out guys it's it's just an awesome contest and uh you know if you've never been to a live final it's you know obviously a great time uh everyone talks about how awesome they are so head on over and uh give that a shot but we're here to talk a little NBA, we're talking talk about the five-game slate, and we'll just dive right in. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Lakers and the Washington Wizards, that's the first game on the slate. Lakers have a 105.25 team total, Wizards with a 115.75, making it the second highest uh, total on the slate at 221. Uh, so this is going to be a game that you're going to want to get exposure to for sure on this slate. We have Bradley Beal on Fantasy Draft specifically. Uh, it really sticks out if you you know kind of go through the Fantasy Draft pricing, right? Say you scroll through, uh, you know the guards. You see Demar Derozan 14.3k, uh, Eric Gordon 14.3k, uh, Bradley Beal 14k. Like what doesn't like fit there is Eric Gordon 14.3k. I get it. He's had a great year. Uh, with Chris Paul not being there, it's been fantastic for him. But the upside is just a little limited because he's just so points dependent. doesn't really get a ton of peripherals. But uh, I'd rather have a guy like Bradley Beal. 14K, uh, the upside that he has, especially in a spot against the Lakers. Uh, we saw him he, in the last game against the Lakers, 45.5 points. Also with John Wall. I mean, I know he's back and he's like healthy. But uh, John Wall's one of those guys that he's... Kind of, I guess you could call it grinder. That's kind of like a lame, lame answer. But he's a guy that's like isn't going to miss games. Is going to be out there, uh, you know, just always playing, even if he's like kind of banged up. So he, John Wall could still be banged up from the injury that he got the other day, and Bradley Beal could kind of maybe have to lift the load a little bit for him. Uh, you know, in that last game, it wasn't like that as much. But again, a match against the Lakers, right? Uh, they are awful against shooting guards and just guards in general. Uh, I know KCP is out there, but it, the way the tempo that they play, Lakers, it's just such sloppy play. It's just a gold mine for DFS. So I'm going to load up on Bradley Beal here on Fantasy Draft because of that price tag. Uh, and I think most of these guys are in play, right? We got Otto Porter, 14.3K. I have to have interest in him there, in my opinion. I think it's a great price tag for him. Uh, it's one that people won't want to pay because I don't think they've ever, they've ever paid this price tag. But in tournaments, he's got 40-point upside for sure. 
You could pay for John Wall, and I think that's certainly fine. The price tag is, uh, you know, it's it's expensive for uh, for obvious reasons. I think there's another guard that I'd rather pay up for on this slate, but I, I think getting exposure to John Wall in tournaments is perfectly fine. And then uh, another guy I like is uh, Gortat. I think Gortat's got a great price tag. Gortat's 11K. And, uh, you know, we saw what Aaron Baines, Aaron Baines had a career high game against the Lakers yesterday. Uh, you know, this is Aaron Baines we're talking about. Uh, so I think Gortat could obviously have a great game here. So I think there's reasons to have interest in him too. Uh, don't sleep on him, especially on a site like Fantasy Draft where we can play multiple centers. Uh, one other guy is Markeith Morris. We saw a minutes increase finally for him. He played 14 minutes in the first game, 17 in the Toronto game, and now in Dallas we saw 27 minutes. He didn't have a great game, right? 14.7 points. Uh, but we have an 8,900 price tag on a site like Fantasy Draft, and if he's going to play that amount of minutes, I think he's a great cash game option just because of like the you know the value that he offers with that price tag in a matchup against the Lakers. I mean, this is a great spot for him. So I know he didn't have the greatest outing against Dallas, but Dallas is not always the greatest opponent for uh, people because of the slower slower pace that they play at. Uh, so th this is just a great spot, I think, for buying on the Marquis Morris price tag. We did that yesterday with Marcus Morris, right? We bought on that cheap price tag, uh, finally off the minutes restriction, and uh, it seems like Marquis is off that too. So I think we should buy on that uh, for, against the Lakers if we're trying to jam in a bunch of studs because there's going to be some studs that we want to talk about on this slate. But let's talk about the Lakers side of the ball for a little bit. So this is a tough spot, right? Uh, off a of back-to-back is not going to be uh, my favorite thing to favorite thing to attack on this five-game slate. And I do kind of worry that the Lakers, you know, if we're talking about the game flow, uh, I do worry that the Lakers are going to kind of get blown out here by the Wizards. We have uh, jump shooters, right, uh, off of back-to-backs. Never really a fan of rostering them. Uh, like guys like Brandon Ingram, I'm probably going to shy away from. Uh, I think Kyle Kuzma is starting to get a little priced up. I might rather attack a guy off the bench uh, instead, like a Julius Randle for 9.3K. Maybe he plays in a little bit of garbage time too, and he's one of those guys that, like, once he, you know, once he gets, uh, once he gets going, uh, he he's got a. He has tons of upside, and maybe like you know he can finally get going, and then we'll uh, get him in there for a little bit longer. And I could see maybe uh, you know between the matchup uh, with Gortat, I could kind of see uh, you know them maybe going with Julius Randle uh, up against Gortat a little bit, and kind of you know Lopez is a guy that we saw last year uh, did, didn't play a lot off the of back to backs and whatnot, and he's an older guy. I could see them maybe limiting his minutes a little bit. Again, this is. Uh, just speculation, but uh, I like the idea because of also the injury to Larry Nance and with uh, Kuzma uh, and Lopez there. I just think Randall could be a really good tournament option that I think uh, I'm going to be uh, looking for uh, for sure. Not not for my cash games, but tournaments I definitely have interest. Even uh, Catavius Caldwell Pope, I think for 8.7k, definitely have to have interest in him as well. Uh, I just think you know because of the uh, you know sites like FanDuel for instance. Uh, just to specifically bring that up, with the way that steals work and in games like game environments like this, these are games where he just gets tons of steals. Uh, so we're not really up and down, up and down. So I, I have interest in him a little bit. I'm probably going to fade Lonzo Ball. I, I get it. Uh, Lonzo Ball is one of those guys. Uh, he's uh, everyone's talking about, oh, his field goal percentage is going to come back. And he's got tons of upside, triple-double upside almost any night. And it feels like that, right? But off the back-to-back and against a guy like John Wall, I I'm just going to pass on this one. Um, I, I don't think it's the right spot for him today. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll play I'll play Lonzo Ball in another spot. I like to play him more so against like bad opponents like uh, like the Nets, uh, the Suns, just other, other teams like that. I'm, I'm a little worried about him in this matchup, so. Let's move on to the next game. We'll talk about the New Orleans Pelicans and the Toronto Raptors. We have a 214.5 team total. Uh, Raptors are the favorite uh, with 110 total, and then the Pelicans are 104.5 total. And the real talk of this game just in general is 
there's two studs on each team that you have to absolutely like, you know, like love whenever you want to roster, right? Davis and Cousins are the obvious two on the Pelicans. And then the, on the Raptors side, it's always Lowry and DeRozan. Lowry and DeRozan, uh, they're, they're two guys that they have not been doing as well as I uh, expected to start off the year. Uh, I think if I'm going to buy anyone, though, it's going to be Kyle Lowry for a cheaper price tag. I'm just never a fan of rostering DeRozan. He's really point-dependent. Uh, I hate rostering like point-dependent shooting guards. It's really frustrating, so I'm just going to pass on them here. Don't think it's really necessary. I'm going to go with Kyle Lowry, though, if I have to play uh, anyone in the backcourt. I think the price tag is just cheap, and I want to buy on that uh, cheap price tag because he's been shooting a little better. So that, that's the one guy I would play there. But I really am more interested in the uh, in the forwards on the Raptors side of the ball if I played any of them. Serge Ibaka, 8.9K. And Jonas Valanciunas, 9.2K. The reason why is they're going to need to play a ton of minutes with, with Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins in the game. I mean, it's just it's just obvious. And I forget I forget which game it was, but I saw. And I mean, it, it's obvious thinking, right? If, if these two big men are in, uh, Davis and Cousins, like they're going to need Ibaka and Valanciunas. But something that I just feel like we don't always think of is like, if these two guys are going to be in, then the other two guys on the opposite side of the ball, they are going to have to play a ton of minutes, right? They're, and they're going to want to, you know, count on a guys like Ibaka and Valanciunas, especially if this game is close and the Raptors are projected as favorites. So uh, we have to have interest in Ibaka and Valanciunas at those price tags. We've seen them with four 40 point upside before we've seen them with 50 point upside i mean at those price tags find me guys who have that kind of upside so i like them a lot i think they're very interesting and i think you can pair them up pair them up with just going with guys on the opposite side of the game you can play uh davis or cousins with them they've been two of the best fantasy options this this season i mean absolutely uh, incredible this year so i would have a ton of interest in uh both those guys if i had to pick you know cousins or davis uh you know it's kind of it's kind of like a cop out to say, but it is kind of like, uh, you know, just you know, pick it out of a hat. Like they both could be great. And if the matchup is good for both, it's, it's just, it's really, really tough to pick which one. But uh, I guess the way I would approach it on fantasy draft is uh, I'd probably go with uh, DeMarcus Cousins because he'd probably get a softer guy like Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of what I would do. But again, I, I think whichever one fits your lineup, it's fine. Uh, but I do think Davis has a little more upside than Cousins personally. So I think they're both great plays, obviously. I think uh, the, what we've seen from them is what we expected after the trade last year. And it's been incredible to watch. So uh, like both of them here in this spot. Uh, one guy I just want to kind of go back and I forgot to mention from the last game is uh, Kyle Kuzma. I think it's a decent bounce back spot for him in this type of game environment where it's going to be go a lot smaller and go up and down. I just wanted to mention it and I didn't want to like uh, leave that forgotten. So uh, Kyle Kuzma, if, just just kind of thinking it through, uh, definitely want to consider him too. He's popping in my model and uh, should should have mentioned him last game and uh, kind of didn't mention him enough. So, but yeah. Just to kind of note with the uh, Raptors and Pelicans game, this is a game I'm not going to probably get a ton of exposure to, right? Because their price tags are kind of uh, expensive on these studs, and the really where I want to go are are the studs. But then there's other studs on the slate that I kind of prefer. I also think Drew Holiday for 12.7K is another guy that I could roster. But guys like Etwan Moore and uh, Dante Cunningham and all these bench guys on the Pelicans, I just don't have a ton of interest in. I'm not really a huge fan. Uh, I get Etwan Moore. Uh, he's a guy that's been playing a ton of minutes. If you're saying, hey, I need a value play and it helps me get in the studs, right? Here's his minutes, 27 minutes, 30, 33, 29, 31, 33. I mean, he's played a ton of minutes. So uh, if that's your argument and you needed to get an extra stud in there, I don't hate it, but I'm personally not doing it. Don't think that's the route I would take for me. Like I said, if I had to pick my favorite uh, plays in this game, it's the you know between David, it's between the big men, it's between Davis and Cousins, and then like a Baca and Valanciunas, and then don't hate uh, Kyle Lowry uh, for the cheaper price tag that we're seeing around the industry on him. 
All right, moving on to the next game, and probably the game of the slate, the 228 team total, the game you want to watch, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Houston Rockets. We have Cleveland with a 111.25 team total and the Houston Rockets with 116.75 team total. This is a game that's absolute gold. We're going to love this for, for fantasy. And we have Derrick Rose is out already. With Derrick Rose being out, I mean, it's just very simple. This is an if-then statement. If LeBron James is playing point guard, then we play him in all our lineups. It's pretty simple. We need to be playing LeBron James here. He's, the, he's probably the best play on this slate. It's between him and Harden, in my opinion, but... LeBron is probably the best play on the slate in this game environment. It's just going to be up and down, up and down. It's just going to fit him perfectly. So for 20.4K, I'll be paying for him. I think he's my favorite stud on the day. But then again, there's on the opposite side, there's James Harden, who's in a great spot too. But for me, I think LeBron is my number one on the slate. Uh, just to talk about the Derrick Rose injury a little bit, we're going to have Iman Shumpert sliding into his spot technically, even though LeBron's playing points. So uh, Shumpert will be in there, but I'm not really rostering him for 6.9K. Don't think it's necessary. I don't hate the idea. You know, if he's super cheap, is J.R. Smith, right? He gets the minutes. Uh, I've played him before this year. He's a guy that shows that he can have tournament winning upside. He's a really scary option, but on sites where you need to play shooting guards, uh, I don't hate having to go to him, right? We saw against Milwaukee, right? 36 minutes, and he had 20, uh, 25.25 points because he scored 20 points. So it just depends if the three balls falling in. What what do the Rockets do? They just try and get in three-point shootouts with teams. So I, they're okay with giving up some three-pointers to people and open looks as long as they, you know, get theirs as well. And there's it's just going to be an up-and-down game. So I don't hate J.R. Smith here. I think he's an interesting play. I think you could uh, definitely get exposure to him here. Uh, Jay Crowder, too, for 9.3K. I think he's another option to consider. But the guy I really like is uh, Kevin Love for 13.3K. He, he's a guy that it, I, I want to get exposure to. I'm going to pair him up with LeBron. I, I think that, that if you're going to do a game stack, I don't know if you can make this work, but, man, do like Harden, James, and Kevin Love. It's pretty expensive, but I would love to do that, and that'd be a great way to start off. You'd have to try and fill in some value, which might be tough, but uh, Kevin Love in a fantastic spot here, expecting him to get a lot of shots up. So he's a great play, too. If we're looking at guys off the bench with uh, no Derrick Rose, could see Dwayne Wade uh, get, getting a pretty, uh, having a pretty decent game. I don't really like chasing Dwayne Wade. That's kind of the one, uh, one problem I have with it. Uh, but I get it. Uh, he's one of those guys that he, he, he showed us the other night. He has 40-point games in him, right? He can have massive games. He's still good at basketball. He's just old. Uh, he's a talented player, but he's absolutely old. Uh, so you can get exposure to him if you want to get exposure through this game, but uh, not a guy that I'm going to be like you know an all-in type of player or anything. We saw the last time uh, we saw the last time what's his name was out. Uh, Derek Rose. Last time he was out, we saw Jeff Green. Uh, he was definitely a pretty interesting play. I think he's got some upside here for 7.5k. He's another guy to consider. I know I've mentioned a lot of guys in this game, but just kind of stressing. Uh, how much I like this game in general. If I had to rank the Cleveland side of the ball and uh, how I'd get exposure to these guys, I think for number one for me, it'd be uh, LeBron James. Number two, Kevin Love. And if I had to pick a third option, uh, I'd, probably go with, uh, I'd probably go with Jeff Green just because of the usage he sees off the bench. Uh, I think he's a pretty, pretty interesting option in a tournament that you want to get exposure to, especially in this game. Moving on to the next one, we have the Houston Rockets and the, uh, or we have the Houston Rockets here. Sorry, talk about that game a little bit. Uh, Trevor Ariza is a guy I absolutely love. He's, he's great value on uh, fantasy draft for only 9K. Have to absolutely love that price tag. Uh, with Luke Richard and Vaamute, he's already currently questionable. 
And this is just a great spot for uh, Ariza, and fits the game environment really well, too. Really up and up and down type of game. That is just his play style where he thrives, so I'm going to have interest in him. I talked about Eric Gordon a little bit at the start. I'd rather play, play Bradley Beal straight up at that price tag. I'll probably pass on Eric Gordon. I get the usage has been up with no Chris Paul being there, but... He's just getting too expensive, and he's very points-dependent, so I'm going to pass on him. Uh, I, I think Clint Capella, he's a guy that has upside, and uh, can, he can definitely bully Kevin Love, but I do worry that uh, with Kevin Love in the game, if it's really up and down, not saying Clint Capella would come out of the game or anything, but I do think it could he could be hurt by uh, the game environment a little bit. Uh, I'd rather I like him in, in the high high pace games, obviously, because you get more rebounds, but this game could be a little too fast for him. Uh, but he, he's in a great spot, and obviously he could kill Kevin Love on the pick and roll. Uh, yeah, James Harden, haven't talked about him yet, for, uh, talked about him a little, but haven't really dove in, so James Harden's a guy, man, you have to absolutely love on this slate. The price tag is expensive, that, that's the one problem. Uh, at guard, it's 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 either him or Westbrook at the top, or John Wall, and for me, it's just obvious, I'm going to go Harden. Uh, Westbrook has other guys there that are, you know, clogging up the situation, right? He, they just got Carmelo Anthony, uh, they have Paul George, I just think... Going James Harden here in this game environment, the highest total of the slate, he's a great option. If you have the salary for it, uh, I would love to start my lineups off with Harden and uh, Harden and LeBron James. I'll put it in on Fantasy Draft for you guys and just tell you what it ends you up with. And if you go Harden and LeBron, it puts you at 9783 uh, 9, uh, So, yeah, that price tag all around, you're going to have to look for some value, right? you got to throw in maybe a J.R. Smith, Jeff Green, those type of guys. Uh, to kind of help you out and balance out the lineup a little bit. But even like a Trevor Ariza, you know, you can throw him in your game stack. So let me do that right now for you guys. You throw Trevor Ariza in, and then we'll put in a guy like Jeff Green who gets, uh, you know, solid uses off of the bench. And now if I have all those guys in there, I'm at $10,550 all around as my average remaining. So you can definitely make this work, and I think it's a great uh, great way to start making your teams, guys. So, Yep, let's let's move on to the next game now, because just want to stress again, my favorite game of the slate, the game you want to load up on, the game that you want to game stack. But let's move on to the next game, the lowest total on the slate. Not a sexy game at all, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Sacramento Kings. Uh, definitely a game that I'm not, uh, you know, not not really interested in uh, a ton. It's just such a low total, and the Kings just playing at a, such a slow pace this season. The Kings have been a frustrating team. They've... Uh, they used to be a team that we liked to like target. They really up and down and didn't play a ton of defense, but they slowed down the tempo. And there's, you know, they just have guys there like George Hill and Zach Randolph. It's like, why are they even on this team? Wish it was just a bunch of young guys uh, running up and down the floor and chucking the ball, but sadly, it is not. Uh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a big De'Aaron Fox fan, but for 10.5k, uh, don't know if I really want to play him here. It's pretty frustrating though. I think just fade the. Uh, I'm gonna fade the King side of the ball unless I get some injury news. Uh, I'll wait to hear that, but uh, for me, I think fading this is perfectly fine. Looking at the uh, Sixer side of the ball, you know, Ben Simmons is always in play at 18.4K, but like I said, there's just other studs I'd rather pay for. I get he's not the same exact price tag as LeBron and Harden and, you know, Cousins and Davis, but for me, the way I'm building my lineups is I'm going all the way up. I'm just not going to be paying around this price tag for Simmons. I, if I want to get exposure to this game, I think Robert Covington is interesting because he always can flash 40-point upside. Guy that can get a ton of steals. I think he's a fine play. Dario Sarge for 10.3. Don't hate him here. Uh, J.J. Redick, we talk about how the Kings are not uh, good against shooting guards. And uh, you know this is a great spot where J.J. Redick could obviously make a ton of threes. But again, I just don't like the pace of this game. And I'm probably just going to pass on the Sixers side of the ball. Joel Embiid, the last guy to talk about, 14.1K. 
Uh, he's a great price tag, but uh, I don't know. I don't think I'll play him here. I think there's other centers I'd rather play. Uh, it's not a spot that's loaded with centers, something to note, right? We don't have a ton of centers that we absolutely love on this slate, but so obviously uh, opportunity cost, we could have interest in Embiid. Uh, but uh, Embiid, just, I'm not going to play him. Uh, I talk about this game, keep talking about it. It's just a game that I think you full-on fade. Uh, but if I had to play anyone on each side of the ball, it'd probably be more of the value plays. Uh, I'm probably not going to pay it for certain guys. I'd probably try and go to like the guys like Sarge and Covington for value. Just move on from this game. I don't want to play it at all. But let's talk about the Thunder and the Nuggets, which is a game I do have interest in. 214 total, 106.5 uh, team total for the Nuggets, and then uh, 107.5 for the Thunder. Thunder are one-point favorites on the road. This is a great spot for the Thunder, personally. I really, really, really... I think there's guys that we should roster here, especially on Fantasy Draft. We have Paul George, uh, you know, getting a nice bump in uh, pace against a team like the Nuggets, but Paul George is 13.3K. Like, hear me out. I just said Eric Gordon was 14.3K. Paul George is 13.3K. That's 1,000 left. I absolutely love Paul George in this spot. I think he's a great game for your cash games, uh, great for your tournaments. I think you have to have interest in him uh, here, going up against a guy like Wilson Chandler all game. I mean, this should be a spot where he eats. Uh, I mean, Carmelo Anthony, a little revenge against Denver. I mean, obviously, he's probably got some more revenge against uh, the Knicks, but uh, 14.3K, I think he's a fine tournament option, but I'd rather play Paul George for 1,000 less. You can play Russell Westbrook on this slate, but I already talked about it. I like other, other uh, studs on the slate, so I'm not going to play him. I'll just fade him. It's a scary spot to be at, but I don't think it's necessary. I, I get it. Uh, these these uh, point guards, uh, you know, guys like Murray and uh, all these other guards are guys I wouldn't worry about, but I could see Gary Harris give him, giving him a little bit of trouble at times and trying to cover him a little more, but... And then the centers, uh, I want to talk about Steven Adams. Uh, that price tag for 11.4K is, is really, really cheap. And uh, on Fantasy Draft, we can play tons of centers. That's what's great about Fantasy Draft. Uh, you know, you have a lot of position flexibility. And uh, for 11.4K, I'm able to play Steven Adams, who I get the Joker is not the uh, greatest guy to go up against. Could pull him away from the basket a little bit. But I think it's a really interesting spot just because of the upside he has in that game environment, the amount of rebounds he can get to. I have interest in Steven Adams for that price tag. I think he's a, he's, a, he's a decent play on the slate. If I was paying up at center and I wasn't paying for uh, guys like Cousins and Davis, I think Jokic is the guy to go to for 15.2K. I think he's a great option here uh, off that big game. Uh, maybe he sees a little bit extra ownership, but I don't know if he will for sure. Uh, Paul Millsap's 13.4K. Uh, I think I'll pass on him today. Like I said, I love Paul George in this spot, so I'd rather play Paul George uh, than Paul Millsap. That, that's how the way I'll approach that. Uh, I think Jamal Murray for, you know, Jamal Murray for 9.6K 9. is a guy that I don't know if I have a ton of interest in between him and Moutier, right? They're they're seeing a bunch of different minutes. They're cutting into each other. It's been like a really annoying, unpredictable situation. Uh, you know, one game it's Murray getting the minutes, and next it's Moutier. I obviously think there's guys that could, uh, you know, at these price tags like Moutier for 8.8K and uh, Jamal Murray for 9.6. They're guys that could have tournament winning upside, but uh, I don't, the, the situation is just so unpredictable right now. I'm just going to pass on it. I don't think it's uh, too necessary. Uh, I, again, I like this game. I'm just not going to get a ton of exposure everywhere. I think for me on the Thunder side of the ball, it's going to be through Paul George. It's going to be through Steven Adams. Uh, no bench guys for me on the Thunder. That team is not good off the bench. And then uh, for the Nuggets side of the ball, if I had to get exposure to anyone, I think getting it through Jokic is a fine way to do it. Uh, but it's a really tough situation just because of the way – just because like they're kind of eating into each other a lot of these guys it's really unpredictability at minutes 
so the Nuggets are a really frustrating situation right now. I do like this game a lot, though. Like a guy like Gary Harris for 11.5K in a real up and down game could be could be a fine could be absolutely fine here. And Jokic for 15.2K, I like him too, but. Uh, Nuggets are really frustrating as a whole. So for me, I'm going to maybe get a, just exposure to Jokic on the Nuggets side of the ball uh, and play some value plays around them uh, if I ha- if I want to uh, pay for him at that price tag. But then we'll about wrap, wrap up the slate, guys. Just to kind of summarize the slate for you, you know, if you fell asleep for the last, uh, you know, 23 minutes or so, uh, just to kind of give you a summary of how I like this slate, it's the Rockets-Cavaliers game, right? In my cash games, I'm going to be loading up on this game. Uh, I think it's best to get get a lot of exposure to this one. My number two favorite game on the slate is Lakers-Wizards. Uh, obviously, the total is the part of the reason, but just the, the, we all know how the Lakers are. They are just terrible at defense. The Wizards play a you know, fast-paced game. Just that game environment is a fantastic game. The game that fade on the slate is the Sixers-Kings. Uh, just, just pass on it. Again, th- there's some plays you could play here and there, but I think it's just one of those games on a five-game slate. I'll take a stand. I'll just cross it off and call it a day, uh, unless we get some value that opens up or, you know, some guy fits my, my spot. Uh, you know, say I'm making my team and, and one guy fits the last spot perfectly. I'm not going to just trash the whole team if I love the team and I don't mind to play there. Uh, and then kind of talk about the last two games, uh, you know, Pelicans-Raptors, for me, it's just like play the big men or play the studs. It's, it's a game I don't want a ton of exposure to, right? There's a lot of guys that, a lot of a lot of just like fringe bench players that could uh, cause some problems with this game and not making it, uh, you know, so don't get cute basically in this game. That's kind of the summary of the Raptors-Pelicans games. Don't get cute. Just play the studs. Uh, play, play it. Be simple. Keep it simple. Stupid. That's what I like to say to myself sometimes when I'm building my lineups. So uh, yeah, I won't 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 get crazy there. And then uh, yeah, summarize the Thunder and Nuggets game like I just talked about. Uh, I think there's a couple plays I like here and there, but uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be game stacking that one. If I start game stacking the Thunder Nuggets, you know what I'll say to myself, Travis? What are you doing? Uh, game stack the Rockets Cavaliers game instead. So thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, head on over to Fantasy Draft. Uh, you know, I've talked about it a bunch, but they got rake free head to heads, and that that just helps make people more winning players. If you don't play cash games a ton and you're more of a tournament player and you want to try out head-to-heads, go over to Fantasy Draft and try it. That's the best place to do it. Maybe maybe you've been thinking about, hey, I'm a tournament guy uh, and I want to try out some cash games. Go over there and check that out and, uh, you know, give it a shot. So, if you want to ask me any questions on Twitter, see if my opinions on the, on the slate have changed, or just find any general strategy questions, give me a follow at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N G-O-N-E. Again, thanks a lot for joining us, guys, and I'm out. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.